Welcome to another episode of the Yours Truly podcast. I'm your host, Claire Tuning, a peanut butter and jelly enthusiast turned registered dietitian, yoga teacher, nutrition coach, and entrepreneur. I believe that happiness and health comes from the ability to truly nourish your body, mind, and spirit through food, movement, and relationships. That's what this podcast is all about. Together, we'll learn to eat gently, move freely, and love fiercely, and probably make a lot of puns along the way. So join me and my stellar squad of guests to learn the tools that you need to break free from a world of diet culture and negativity to fully, gently, and mindfully step into your own source of power. Yours, Julie, Claire. Here we go. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome to episode 5151 of the Yours Truly podcast. So on today's episode of the podcast, we are breaking up a little bit of the rhythm and the pattern that we have had for the past I believe it's almost been a month here on the podcast where I have been going solo. I have been talking about all things intuitive eating, which I love. I love going solo here and getting on my soapbox about how you can take the principles of intuitive eating and make them a reality in your life. But I also think there is a ton of value from hearing from more people than just myself because I can only speak from my experiences in my own body and with my clients. So what I am so excited excited to do is we are continuing with the client spotlight episodes. So I'm so truly and incredibly grateful to have some of the best, most incredible and gracious clients in the entire world. I am so thankful for each and every one of them. And so many of them are willing and are brave enough to hop on a video recording with me and share a little bit about their stories, where their intuitive eating journey has taken them, where they were before we started working together so that hopefully you or whoever is listening right now can find a little bit of value from their story, the lessons that they have learned and what they have to share. Because like I said a couple of moments ago, I could sit here and talk about intuitive eating all day long. And I pretty much do when I talk to my clients because guys, this is what I do for a living. But I have no doubt that bringing other people with different experiences and different stories onto the show can bring so much value because maybe something that they have to say and something that they have to offer could resonate more with you. You who are listening, yes, I'm talking to you, could resonate more than anything that I could ever say, maybe ever could. So before we get to today's client spotlight episode, which I'm so excited for, because when I've done these kinds of episodes in the past, I've gotten so much positive feedback from you guys. So if you like this episode, before we even hop into it, be sure to hit the five-star rating, leave us a review, and tell us why you keep coming back to the Yours Truly podcast week after week. Or if this is your first time here, maybe you can leave us a rating and a review after the fact, and hopefully you will come back week after week. But if you've been here before, you know our little tradition before we get into the bulk of the episode is we have to feature our Yours Truly Goal Slayers Facebook post of the week. So for anyone who is new to the podcast, this is a private free Facebook community that I run that I host for anyone and everyone who is interested in learning more about intuitive eating and how to take those intuitive eating principles and make them a reality in his or her life. And we do this with the support and with the community of all of the people in this group. So 
And the people in this group are not only my one-on-one clients who share parts of their journey, which flashback to a couple of seconds ago, I talked about why that was so important, but there's posts, there's videos from me, and there's posts from anyone who is simply looking to receive more support and more guidance in their intuitive eating journey. So the post I am featuring from a goal slayer today is from one of my one-on-one clients who I believe posted this about a week ago from when this episode is going to air. So she writes, yesterday I had my call with Claire and we focused on a few different things. The last two weeks were really hard and I was contemplating whether to go back to Weight Watchers or macro counting, but I persevered throughout and remained positive and reminded myself why I was on this journey and the things that I loved about this journey. I didn't let the girl in the back seat regain control. Claire shared with me the set point theory where our bodies like to set a certain range of weight. This range is influenced by a variety of things and is unique to each of us. We talked about what was causing this fear in me or this fear of gaining weight. And I shared with Claire that I had been weighing myself every morning for the past 10 years and about how that number on the scale was impacting my actions and feelings daily. Claire challenged me to stop weighing myself for the next two weeks and to work on reminding myself that health does not equal weight. Instead, focus my energy on learning to respect and appreciate my body, and whenever I have a negative feeling towards my body, challenge myself by saying something neutral about my body, working towards appreciation and positivity. So I want to thank this goal slayer so much for sharing this little tidbit of our conversation because as I reassured her during our call, the fears and the struggles that she was having on transitioning away from the scale and away from the weight-sided conversation of health and intuitive eating, she was not alone in doing that. So by posting this, she had a great response in our Facebook community of people liking, of people sharing support, and of people saying, hey... I have been there too. And I can say as a coach, as a human being, as someone who does this every single day, if you are on the intuitive eating journey and you feel shamed to talk about things like weight or the scale or everything else that diet culture puts so much emphasis on, don't be. Because everybody has this struggle and everybody has been taught for so long that the number on the scale dictates your worth, dictates your health, and dictates how good or how bad of a job you are doing taking care of yourself. But in reality, as I reassured her on this call, we are not fully in control of how we show up physically in this world. So diet culture would really make us believe that if the number on the scale is, quote, too high, or if the number on the scale isn't something that we like or that we appreciate, that means that we are not doing a good job taking care of ourselves, we are not honoring our health, and we are not doing, quote, enough. But the reality of the conversation is, is that we are not fully in control of how we show up. Meaning, if we eat all of the, quote, right things and move the, quote, right way to the air, quote, right amount, that does not mean we are all going to look the same. For example, let's say I had two completely different individuals and I told them to eat the exact same amount of foods at the exact same time of day and move their bodies in the exact same way. It's 
kind of crazy sauce for me to think that they're both going to end up three or six months later looking the exact same. The reason why they do not end up looking the exact same or they would not in this theoretical experiment is because so much more than just the food that we eat and the activity that we do is responsible for how our bodies appear. Diet culture would make us believe that we are 100% in control of how we look, but the reality of the situation is our genetics play a huge role in that. How we were raised plays a huge role. Our socioeconomic status or the food that we have access to plays a huge role in how we show up. So of course, this does not mean that we cannot pursue health by looking for behaviors that make us feel good in our own body or by looking for foods that make us feel good in our own body or for moving our body the way that helps us to feel energized and confident. That is not to say that we cannot pursue that. All I am saying here is that we can pursue a version of health, a version of longevity, of nourishing our body, and of moving our bodies out of joy that does not have anything to do with weight. Diet culture really has the conversation of weight and health or weight and self-care tied really tightly together, but I would encourage you to expand your definition of what it means to be healthy. Does it mean that you are pursuing healthy behaviors, that you're minimizing risky activity, that you're prioritizing your sense of self-care? Or does it mean you're doing anything and everything that you can to get the scale to say a certain number? Because what I encourage my clients and what I tell them is how many times have you stepped on the scale and you have seen something, whether it was something that you did want to see or something you didn't want to see, that has caused you to go and do something with your body or with your food intake that's not necessarily healthy or that maybe you wouldn't have done if the scale wasn't in the picture. For example, let's say that you stepped on the scale and it was a number that you wanted to see. How many times have you gone and said, oh, I'm going to eat something to, quote, treat myself because I have achieved this number, or I'm allowed to, air quote, cheat on my diet because I've gotten to this number. Now, I am not saying at all that eating out of celebration is bad. In fact, that is all a part of normal eating. All I'm saying here is if the scale, if the action of stepping on the scale reminded you that you had to cheat on your diet or that you could celebrate with air quote off limits food, then that's probably an indication that the relationship with food that you have or maybe the behaviors that got you to that weight are not ones that you enjoyed, are ones that you felt the need to cheat on, and are probably not ones that could take you throughout the rest of your life in a healthy manner. On the flip side, this is probably more likely for anyone and everyone who has ever listened to this or will listen to this, myself included, how many times have you stepped on the scale and it has maybe been a number that you didn't want to see, that wasn't what you were air quote striving for, and then it put this whole idea into your brain that for the rest of the day you had to restrict food, you couldn't eat certain types of foods or certain amounts of foods, or you had to over-exercise or move your body to air quote compensate for the weight that you didn't lose. This is something that I see very, very often, and it is not a healthy behavior to move your body more and restrict more food from yourself in efforts to manipulate your body to a size that it does not want to be at that moment in time. 
And additionally, how many times have you stepped on the scale in continuation with our side of the conversation where maybe you didn't see a number that you were hoping for, that you were striving for with whatever diet means you were on? Let's say you stepped on the scale. How many times have you actually talked yourself out of continuing to pursue healthy behaviors because of that? For example, you step on the scale and maybe you feel like you had a really air quote good week. You had done all of the things. You had not eaten all of the foods. You have stayed to what you were supposed to do. But then you step on the scale and your weight still went to a place where you didn't want. How many times have you then said to yourself, well, screw it. I'm already not at the place that I want to be. So I'm going to veg out all day. I'm not going to do any healthy behavior at all. I'm just going to talk down to myself. I'm going to berate myself and I'm going to drown my sorrows in X, Y, and Z. And of course, if you have ever done this, I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the culture that we live in that puts these narratives into our own brain. But I'm simply here to say that if the number on the scale, if the act of stepping onto the scale is introducing any of this dialogue into your sphere or is deconvincing you or is maybe talking you out of doing healthy behaviors like moving your body out of joy, eating an amount of food that your body needs to survive, eating foods that you actually enjoy or exploring a variety of foods. If that scale is talking you out of doing those things, then that is not a healthy relationship. That is not something that you need in your life. Unless you are being dosed a certain medication by your physician, unless you're going into lay on the operating table where they do need to know your weight for things like blood loss and again, medications that they need to dose you, you do not need to know your weight. You do not need to step on the scale every single day because the reality of it is, is we are constantly changing and fluctuating human beings. We can range anywhere from zero pounds to seven pounds of difference of fluctuation in any given day. You do not need to be stepping on the scale and tying your sense of worth or your sense of healthy behaviors to what those fluctuations say because you can work on healthy behaviors. You can work on improving the relationship to food, movement in your own body without knowing what number your body is, without knowing how many pounds or kilograms you are, in my opinion, unless you are, again, being dosed information or going into the operating table, in my opinion, that conversation or knowing what you weigh is kind of irrelevant. If you're seeking to nourish your body, if you're seeking to form a healthy relationship with your body, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of these things, you can pursue health without knowing the number on the scale. So I'm going to step off of my soapbox right now and end that conversation. But again, thank you to my goal slayer who brought this conversation to the table because I know it is one that needs to be talked about with the intuitive eating path. And it's one that so many people have questions, comments, and concerns about. If you feel like you are in the same boat where you are stepping on the scale 
at all or maybe at an amount where it is coming at the expense of your mental health and your physical health and all types of your health, I really encourage you to challenge yourself to step away from that. Instead of getting on the scale every single morning or every single night, maybe ask yourself, what's a healthy behavior that I could spend that time doing? Can I take a couple of breaths? Can I go hug my dog? Can I tell somebody that I'm grateful for them? Can I go eat a nourishing breakfast? What can you fill that time with that is actually going to be productive for you, for your health, for your mindset, and not be a detriment to your health in the long run? So that being said, if you are hearing this conversation and you're like, yes, I need more posts like that and conversations like this and support in my daily life and on my intuitive eating journey, I highly, highly encourage you to come join us in the Yours Truly Goal Setting Facebook group. Like I said a couple of minutes ago, this group is private, but it is free and it's open to join. So there are two ways you can go about joining. First thing you can do is you can find me on Instagram. Instagram at Claire Tuning. Click on the link in my bio and it will have in that drop down menu join the free Facebook community. You can click on that link and it will take you directly to the brief application that is needed to join the group. I simply have an application so that I can get to know more about you, what information you would find helpful, and lay a couple of ground rules down for how we operate as a community. The other way that you can get your hands on this application is if you simply type into the Facebook search bar, the Yours Truly Goal Slayers, we will pop up. You can request to join the group. I will receive that request and I will message you the application in response. So again, we would love to have you. We would love to carry on conversations like this for your benefit and your support in your health journey. But without further ado, da 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 fancy transition music. I have to tell you a funny brief story about this. I was in the car this weekend on a road trip to go home and visit my family in Southern Virginia. And my boyfriend was riding shotgun with me. And I was like, Hey, you know, pull up a podcast. Let's put something on. And I did not mean my podcast whatsoever. But of course he clicks on my podcast to be funny because he knows that once I record these, I'm not a huge fan of going back and listening because I think we can all agree that hearing the sound of your own voice, you get used to it after a point in time, but initially it's kind of annoying. Like you don't want to hear the sound of your own voice and it kind of makes you uncomfortable. But anyways, he put on the podcast and he had gotten to a point in the episode where I did that transition music that I just did, the da 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 da. And he laughed at me so hard. He was like, are you serious? You do that on every episode? I was like, yeah, of course I do. Because A, that's just what we do here on the Yours Truly podcast. We keep it real. And B, or two, I can't remember if I said one or A, but B slash two, I really don't know how to splice in music in the middle. So we're just going to leave it to my vocal cords or fancy transition music. And we are getting to the point in the episode where I am going to feature the conversation that I had not too long ago, about a week and a half ago at this point with one of my current one-on-one clients who is actually getting ready to graduate from my coaching program. So as I talked about before, I never like to say things like 
end coaching or discontinue. I like to say you are graduating from the coaching program because my clients, when they are working with me one-on-one to unlearn all this negative diet culture information and relearn how to nourish their bodies, support their health for the long run, they learn a lot of things. And when they are finished with this program and they are confident in their ability to go out into the world and do this on their own, it really is something to celebrate. It's something to graduate from because they have come so far from where they first began. And speaking of that, that is where our conversation is going to pick up. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my current almost graduated client named Megan, and she's going to tell you a little bit about where she was when she first started this journey with me, where she has come to, where she feels like she is now, and some advice that she has for anyone looking to start their own intuitive eating journey. So here we are. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, Megan. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being willing to come on to our client spotlight series and talk a little bit about your journey with intuitive eating, because as we were just talking on our coaching call, you have come so far and I have no doubt that other people can find a lot of inspiration from your experiences and how far you have come. So the first question that I have for you is actually before we even get into our plan questions, our outline questions is just give anybody listening a little bit of an idea of who you are and maybe where you are, what you do, just a little bit about you. Sure. I am a 30, almost 34 year old mom of three. And, um, as far as I stay home with my kiddos right now, but, um, I have like a marketing degree and I used to work at a few different advertising agencies. So, um, I have a pretty, uh, we've moved quite a few times for my husband's job in the last, um, eight years. And, um, I've been, I was a serial dieter from a really, really, really young age, like five. So, yeah. And that's a really good lead into what we are here to talk about today, because little preview to where you have been, you are no longer a serial dieter, which I'm so excited to say, (laughs) I can't even imagine 33, 34 years later, how excited you are to say that. So the first question I have for you is, where were you? And I know this is a loaded question, so answer however you like, but where were you before you and I started working together? So prior to our time together, um, I had been dieting the majority of my life, um, different diets. I tried everything. I, um, I've always just had a little bit of a bigger body and I always wanted it to be smaller. And so I would do everything in my power to manipulate that And, um, whether I was like counting calories or carbs or points with Weight Watchers, I had done 1 million diets. I mean, all of them, like since I was a pretty young person. And so, um, like last winter time, it was just, it had gotten to the point where I had sort of started seeing stuff about intuitive eating. And I thought that can't be possible. Like, how could you possibly just eat whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. Like that didn't like, I literally couldn't wrap my head around how that could even be a thing. Um, because I was so used to being told what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, when not to eat, how early I should eat, how late I should eat. And so I couldn't imagine like trusting my body. Like that would just mean I would eat all the time and eat all the things. And like, what would that do to my body? Like I would just, I can't imagine that, you know, it it just, there was a lot of fear. Um, 
but then on the other side, I kept seeing this light of like, I don't think about food and people would, you know, you would see things like that. Like, I don't think about food. My body feels so good. I don't feel like, you know, sick or nauseous, or I don't have headaches from like not eating enough. (laughs) And, um, so I just, I stopped weighing myself. That was the first step that I took, which was, I used to weigh myself at least once a day for as long as I can remember. Um, so I stopped weighing myself and then I just started looking into intuitive eating. Um, I found you on Instagram and started just watching some of your things and thinking like, well, that can't possibly work, but I'm still like a little interested and, uh, stopped counting any points or anything, which all of this was pretty scary. And I was just doing it on my own for a while. So, um, eventually once we had made our last move to where we currently live right now, um, I think somehow you and I connected with each other and I thought, okay, I'll, I'll think about this a little more seriously, how this, how this could possibly go. But I was pretty hesitant at first. Yeah. So being a cereal dieter for all of that time and then realizing, hey, there's this thing called intuitive eating, I can imagine there was a lot of skepticism in your brain being like, whoa, 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 what is this? Is that even a thing that is possible for me? So when you came into this journey, were you skeptical at all? And if so, what were you skeptical of? Uh, 1000%. (laughs) Like I just, like I said, I had been ruled by rules of what to eat, when to eat, what not to eat. Um, I don't even want to get into details because I don't want to be like triggering to anyone, but like, you know, just certain don't eat this for breakfast. Don't ever eat this food ever again. This will make you gain weight. And like I said, I just have, um, like an average sized body and, and as someone who's like tall, I've always been taller than people. And I just always wanted to be smaller. And it was in, so, you know, intuitive eating is like a little more like body acceptance and, um, listening to your body. And I just kept thinking that's not possible because, my body's bigger than it should be. So I can't possibly listen to it because it's just going to be, it's just going to want to get bigger. And it's just going to, my body isn't going to respond to this how I want it to. And, you know, there's just a lot of fear of gaining weight and of um, like just being out of control because I'd been so in control for over 20 years that um, I couldn't imagine like just listening to myself. I didn't even know how. So, I mean, so I couldn't imagine it because I didn't know how, so I didn't think it was even real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think now again, we can kind of not ruin the story, but spoil the ending for anyone who's watching that you're sitting here four, five, six months after the fact where you realize intuitive eating was a thing. And of course you came in with skepticism, but you stuck with it. You pledged saying, I'm going to do something different. I don't want to live controlled by diets for the rest of my life. So sitting where you are now, being an intuitive eater who is on your journey, who is strengthening and getting better every single day, what would you say, and I know this is a little bit of a loaded question, but what would you say is your most exciting or the the biggest achievement that you feel that you have achieved so far in relearning how to eat intuitively? I don't think about food. I just don't. I mean, I wake up and I'm hungry and I eat and then I move on. And then it's time to eat because my body's hungry and I feel hungry and I eat and then I move on. And the thoughts of like thinking about food or dieting or all of those different thoughts, I thought for so long, um, they were all in my head for 
all day long. Or I would weigh myself and see a number that I didn't like. And then that I was obsessed about that all day long. Um, so I, I just don't think about those things and going through this process with you, like literally listening to your hunger cues, like number one, like I hadn't even learned how to know when I was hungry. I mean, I did as a baby, obviously at some point I stopped doing that. And, um, I didn't know that I could relearn. Like, I didn't know what it felt like to be hungry. Cause I thought it meant like a gut wrenching stomach ache. Like you had to feel so starving, but like, it could really just be a headache or you could be irritable or you could just be thinking about food. Like there's lots of things that could, you know, like there, it's just, it's so elementary. It seems like at first, but these are all things that this, I couldn't be where I am now without going through this entire process. There's no way that you can just jump from like cereal dieter for 20 plus years to like, I don't think about food. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the thing that you speak to there is it really is a process. It's not something that is done overnight. It's not something that is easy, but when you dedicate your time, energy, and attention to something that is going to last you for the rest of your life, not just the next 30, 60, 90 days or for the the slim down challenge, whatever it might be, it will get you to a place where you're able to say, and I know you mean it when you say this, because we've been working together for long enough that I know you really don't think about food other than when you're hungry or other than when you're maybe making something for your kid's bake sale, right? It really is a normal and an easy relationship. And like we were talking about earlier, that's the end goal. So yeah. The last question that I have for you, Miss Megan, is anyone who is maybe watching this, listening to this, if they are saying, I've heard about intuitive eating, maybe they were in the shoes that you were in for the past 33 years of your life where you're a cereal yeah. dieter, you're you know on the hamster wheel and you see this thing called intuitive eating, but like you said, you're a thousand percent skeptical. What advice would you offer to that person who sees it, but maybe is afraid to get started? What would you say to them? Your body knows best. Your body will know how to feed itself, when to tell you it's hungry. And so all of the diets and all of those things that are telling you what you should be doing or what you shouldn't be doing, like you're, you can get back to that. And you really truly can like, honest to God, doing this dieting thing for, I mean, I started like five years old and I'm 33 now. It's like 28 years of dieting. Like I never like starting this with Claire. Like I was like, okay, um, we're going to give this a whirl. Cause I can't do another diet. And I swear the momentum just keeps going. Like the more I'm into it, I just keep getting more like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. Like it, and it, it was a hard process, but like now it just feels so effortless that it's worth it. It's so worth it. Like my mental capacity to think about other things than food is so freeing. And, um, it, it's definitely a time commitment and, you know, it's something that you have to work on, but like to know now going into the rest of my life that I don't have to journal about my food every day or think about what I'm eating. Or when we would travel, I would pack like bags of coolers of food for me to eat in a hotel. Like it's awesome. It's definitely worth it. And, um, I, I can't like be happier (laughs) with the outcome of this. Yeah. Mic drop. Like if you had a mic that you would drop it right there. I'm like, it's just like so good. Like I feel so good about it that it's like at a diet you're excited at the beginning and then it tapers off. And with this, like I was like skeptical at the beginning and now I'm like, I want to shout it from the rooftops. Like I feel like if anyone can like be an intuitive eater, 
like if you know like if you're nervous that you like oh it can't possibly work for you like believe me like someone who has dieted for so long and you know grew up around diets for so long like if I can do it then like I promise like you can do it too. <laughs> like this sounds so cheesy, but like so true. Yeah, I love it. And and I really hope anyone who's listening, watching or hearing this message can hear the sincerity in your voice that you didn't sure. think that this was a thing for you. You didn't think that food could ever be easy or natural as it was for you as a kid, but it took work. It took time, but now you're on the other side and you're like, thank goodness that I did it. And I love what you said. It's not easy. And it is a lot of effort in the beginning. It's effortful in the beginning, but it's not effortful for the rest of our life. Like diets are the effort that you put into an intuitive eating journey is to get freedom to get a new lease on life for the rest of your life. Not just for that 30 day, 60 day, 90 day window. So I cannot thank you enough for being willing to hop on to share your story with anyone who might find value or inspiration in it. And um, we will talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. How about that? Huh? You're surely here popping in one last time with two big thank yous. So a big old thank you to my client, Megan, who was willing to volunteer her time and open up to share her story with you, with whoever is listening. Hopefully you listened, you learned, and you got a lot of value from hearing from someone who has been on this journey for about five months and is getting ready to go out and continue this progress confidently on her own. So big thank you to her and big Big thank you to you who is listening as well for tuning into the Yours Truly podcast, for giving this some time and attention, and I seriously hope that you found value in this episode. If you did, you know what is coming next. If you ignored my request at the beginning of the episode... It would mean the world to me and the world to this podcast if you took a moment to leave a five-star rating and a review telling us what you learned from the episode, what you like about it, because the more positive feedback that this podcast gets on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, the more this message will grow and the more it will reach other people who need to hear this. So leave us a rating and a review, take a screenshot wherever you are listening to this, upload it to your favorite social media platform, tag me, Claire Tuning. Let me know what you're learning. Let me know any suggestions that you have as well, because I want this podcast to be the absolute biggest helper for you in your intuitive eating journey. So let me know. And the last thing that I have for you, the big call to action that I have at the end of this podcast episode, since you heard from one of my one-on-one clients who has been working with me for going on five months now, if anything in her story resonated with you, if anything that she mentioned about the one-on-one coaching journey sparked your interest or resonated with you, I highly encourage you to reach out for more information about the one-on-one coaching program that I run on intuitive eating and gentle nutrition coaching. So this program is by application only, and it's for people who are serious and who are interested in receiving the support, the accountability, and the guidance in their intuitive eating journey that you can't find going at this alone. Can you go at this journey alone? Well, of course you can. You can go at any journey in life alone, but you're going to save time, you're going to save resources, and a lot of frustration 
and not going back to diet culture if you receive the accountability, the guidance, and the support, not only from someone like myself, but also from an entire community also going through the same process. And that is what we offer in the one-on-one coaching program. I don't know why we say we, it is just I who runs this. So that is what I offer in this program. So if anything that she said resonated with you and you would like more information on what this program is about, what other of my clients have to say about this program and the application to apply to schedule a free 45-minute strategy call with me to learn more about intuitive eating, to get free value added to your journey, and to see if you might be a good fit for this one-on-one coaching program, you can visit www.clairetuning.com slash work with me, or you can simply type in Claire tuning to your browser. My website will come up and you can click the link or the work with me tab. It has the application there. It has the video with more information. It has some commonly asked questions. So anything you want to know about the program, visit that page, fill out the application. If you are an action taker, if you're ready to work together or explore the option of working together to achieve your intuitive eating goals. And I will get back to you within in 24 hours of submitting that application to schedule that free call with me. So I would love the opportunity to connect with you, to learn more about you, and to, of course, add value to your journey in any way that I possibly can. So with that being said, we will talk soon. See you next week. Yours truly, Claire.